Brilliant. Okay, so I'm going to need your guys' help. Good stuff. Okay, right. So let's start with what I need you to do for me, and I'm going to help with this, is we're going to crack this egg into this bowl. Does that sound like fun? Okay, so you hold it, and I'll hold your hands. Ready? So you hold the egg, and then we're going to go, we're going to crack it on the edge of the bowl. Three, two, one. And we're going to put it in the bowl. Oh, that was good, wasn't it? Can you put the egg back in the shell? No, go on, go on. Can you try? Oh, no. That's not going back in. Look, it's still all the outside. Oh, that didn't work very well. Let me find you some kitchen roll. Your suit looks very smart. Um, okay, so we can... We can cra <laughs> so we can crack an egg, but once it's cracked, even who's good at stuff can get it back in his shell. Okay, right. What I need you to do is we're going to pour this half glass of water into this pot, okay? And we're going to give it a minute. Can you get the water back in the glass for me? That's not really working, is it? Yeah, yeah, just the I'm, I'm squeezing it, I'm squeezing it. It's gone. So we can get the water out of the glass, we can pour it out, but we can't get it back in. Let's give our four volunteers a round of applause. Okay, so... So sometimes in life, we can't go back. Once you've cracked an egg, you can't get it back in its shell. Once water's been poured out on the ground, you can't get it back in the glass. And once someone is dead, we know they can't come back to life. In the words of Shakespeare, death is the undiscovered country from whose born no traveller returns. That just means there's no way back. And so on that first Good Friday, when they took Jesus' dead body down off the cross... His body broken, his life poured out. Everyone knew that was the end of the story. Dead people stay dead. That's just how the world works. Except for this time. Diana, would you come and read for us what happened next? Thank you. The reading is from the book of Matthew, chapter 28, page 1000 in the Bibles in your pews, page 1000, and we're reading verses 1 to 10 of chapter 28. After the Sabbath, at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. 
The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much, Diana. Let me pray for us. Father, by the power of your risen son, Jesus, through the work of your spirit among us, open our eyes to see the truth that Jesus has risen. Amen. So two women, both called Mary, set out to the tomb where they saw them bury Jesus. They saw them put his dead body. But when they get there, they are met by an angel from God, an angel with amazing news. Listen again to what the angel tells them. The angel says, do not be afraid, for I know that you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen. Three words that change everything. He has risen. Say that together with me. He has risen. Jesus was dead. They killed him. They put his body in a tomb. But now he is alive again. He has risen. And for the more sceptical or thoughtful grown-ups out there, we don't just have to take the angel's word for it. The women didn't just have to take the angel's word for it. No, they're invited to check it out for themselves. Did you see the angel says, come and see the place where he lay? They're to come and see the empty tomb and to see that there is no longer a body in there. Because Jesus is alive, there's no more, there's no, no more dead body. Have you ever thought how easy it would have been to stop Christianity in its tracks? To shut the disciples up when they were telling everybody that Jesus was alive. All the authorities had to do was to bring out the dead body of Jesus. All they had to do, and it would have been over. But they didn't, because they couldn't. Because there was no dead body of Jesus, because Jesus is alive. He has risen. But it's not just the empty tomb. Because after the women have seen the tomb, they go away to tell Jesus' friends, the disciples, what they've seen. And who do they run into on the way? Jesus. They see him. They touch him. They hold his feet, his resurrected body and bones and flesh. This isn't a ghost. This is no hallucination. This is Jesus. 
risen from the dead. And the rest of the New Testament says it's not just these two women who saw Jesus after he'd rose from the dead. Hundreds, literally hundreds of people saw Jesus alive again. And we know they weren't just making it up or saying it for fun because many of them were killed for telling the world what they had seen. That Jesus is alive. That Jesus has risen. And so this is not just wishful wishful thinking. It's not a nice way of saying that Jesus lives on in our hearts and the hearts of all who follow him. No. This is real. This is true. He died, but he's alive again. Three small words that change everything. He has risen. Let's say it again together using the words on the screen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. So who can tell me what what three words, words change everything? What three words change everything? Shout out with me. He has risen. Three words that change everything. Two things that that means about Jesus. Two things that means about Jesus. Number one, it means that Jesus is in charge. He's risen and he is in charge. The angels tell the women, listen to this, he has risen just as he said. This is exactly what Jesus had said would happen. In Matthew's gospel, three times he tells his disciples, they're going to take me, they're going to kill me, and on the third day, I will rise again. That's exactly what happened. Jesus is in charge. Can I have another volunteer to come and help me at the front? Another volunteer who's not already had a go. Another volunteer who's not ready to go. Okay, so, so last week, so I was going to stand in the middle for me here. And actually stand up here so people can see you nicely. So last week we saw Jesus on that first Palm Sunday ride into Jerusalem on a donkey. And Jesus is saying really clearly, listen guys, I'm in charge. I'm God's chosen king. I'm the Messiah. I'm the one God has put in charge of the whole world. And all the people who thought that they were in charge, the religious authorities, the Romans, basically say, no, you're not. You're not in charge. But it's not a joke. Because what they do is they have him arrested and they torture him and they kill him to show him who is in charge here. They mock the idea that he's the king by putting a crown of thorns on his head. They put a royal robe on him to take the mickey out of the idea that he's in charge. But on Easter morning, we see who's really in charge. Jesus has risen, just as he said. The authorities, those who thought they were in charge, they've done their worst. They've killed him. And God has raised him from the dead. The guards can do nothing. They're terrified like dead men. Jesus is in charge. He has risen, just as he said. So he was in charge back then, at that first Easter. But it's not just that. He is in charge now, today, 
this Easter. Jesus has risen and he's in charge of our lives. He's in charge of this world. He's in charge of the future. It might feel like the world is spiraling out of control into chaos. It might feel like we are at the mercy of our boss or of the government or of energy prices or of the artificial intelligence revolution, whatever it is. But the reality is that Jesus is in charge. He has risen and he's in charge. That's thing number one. He is in charge. The second thing it means about Jesus is this. Jesus is bringing in a whole new world. Jesus is bringing in a whole new world. As Matthew tells us what happened on that first Easter morning, he wants to make it really clear to us that this is a new age, a new world beginning. He tells us it's dawn, a new day. On the first day of the week, a new week. Even the names of the women, Mary, takes our minds back to Jesus' birth, to a new beginning. In verse 2, Matthew tells us there was a violent earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven. His appearance was like lightning. Earthquakes, lightning. Friends, this is the invasion of heaven. This is heaven breaking into earth. This is life and light smashing its way into a place of death and darkness. And so Jesus' resurrection is not a one-off miracle. It's what the Bible calls the first fruits. It's a seed, a sign, a promise of a whole new world. Jesus is bringing in a whole new world, and this is a new world with new rules. Dead people stay dead. We know that's how the world works. But after the resurrection, not anymore. We know that life will beat death. We know that what has been broken will be restored. Let's have the video. We know that what, what has been poured out and seemed lost will be found. Jesus says, anyone who believes in me will live, even though they die. Life will defeat death. And one day when Jesus returns, he'll bring in this new world in all of its fullness and perfection, and there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. And all who trust in him will live with him forever in perfect joy and peace. It's not there yet, though, is it? We're not there yet. We still live in a world where things get broken. I know that all too well. My little three-year-old daughter fell off her bike this time last week, broke her arm. We live in a world where things get broken. But here's the thing, guys. Her arm will heal. And because of the resurrection of Jesus, all things will be healed. Whatever suffering, 
Whatever pain you're going through right now, it will be healed. It will pass away. Because Jesus is bringing in a whole new world. Pain and suffering and death are but the lingering shadows of night. And in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the sun has dawned. And they will soon be gone. Three words that change everything. Say them with me. He has risen. Two things that means about Jesus. He is in charge now. And he's bringing in a perfect new world. Let's say it together again, using the words on the screen. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Let's sing and let's praise him as we remember together that first Easter morning and all that it means. Three words that change everything. Let's say them again. He has risen. Two things that means about Jesus. Number one, he's in charge. He rules. Number two, he's bringing in a new world. One thing that means for each one of us. One thing. We do not need to be afraid. We do not need to be afraid of anything. What do the angels say to the women? Do not be afraid. What does Jesus say to the women? Do not be afraid. What does Jesus say to each one of us here this morning? Do not be afraid. I don't know what you're afraid of. Maybe you're a bit scared of spiders, or snakes, or wolves, or monsters. Maybe you're scared of being in the dark on your own. Maybe you're scared of nightmares. Maybe you're scared of getting lost. Whatever it is you're scared of, Jesus says, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I'm alive. I'm in charge. I'm with you. I'm making all things right. And look, while we might grow out of being afraid of monsters under the bed, I don't know anyone who's grown out of fear. I don't know anyone who's grown out of fear. Maybe you're afraid of losing your job, of running out of money. Maybe you're afraid that your life just isn't what you thought it was going to be, that you're failing. Maybe you're afraid that you're never going to get married or never going to have kids. Maybe you're afraid that your marriage is in trouble and that your kids are going off the rails. Maybe you're afraid of losing the love of those you care about. Maybe you're afraid of losing those you love. Jesus says, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I am alive. I'm in charge. I'm with you. I am making all things right. Because Jesus has risen, there is nothing to be scared of. Death, the greatest enemy of humanity, has been defeated. 
And so we've been set free from the fear of death. And so by the power of his spirit at work in us, we have been set free from fear itself. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? We don't have to be afraid of anything. Instead, this Easter day, let us rejoice. Let us be filled from our head to our toes with rejoicing, with joy that Jesus has risen. That he reigns, he's in charge. That he will return to put all things right. I'm going to close with a sonnet by the English poet John Donne. Death be not proud, though some have called thee mighty and dreadful, for thou art not so. For those whom thou thinkst thou dost overthrow, die not, poor death, nor yet canst thou kill me. From rest and sleep, which but thy pictures be much pleasure, then from thee much more must flow, and soonest our best men do thee with thee go. Rest of their bones, soul's delivery. Thou art slave to fate, chance, kings and desperate men, and dust with poison, war and sickness dwell, and Poppy and charms can make us sleep as well and better than thy strength. Why swell'st thou then? One short sleep past, we wake eternally and death shall be no more. Death, thou shalt die. Let's say it once more together. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen.